0: You're listening to the Ricky and Clyde Wrestling Show. Listener discretion is advised at all times.
1: Hello, and thank you once again for downloading and listening to another episode of the Ricky and Clive Wrestling Show on our new home, the Social Suplex Podcast Network. I am joined tonight by Ricky. How are you tonight, Ricky?
0: Yeah, I'm doing well yourself.
1: I'm doing good, thanks. Are you enjoying this um, constant action on the very busy storylines going on in Raw and Smackdown at the moment?
0: Um. (laughs) <laughs> that probably sums up how I'm feeling mm. I think what was, what's, we'll get into obviously but what's been disappointing so far or certainly the last couple of weeks anyway is that in the build up to Survivor Series you just sort of you didn't want to miss any of the action because you just felt something might happen um, recently you can just read reports online or quickly watch the highlights etc and that's it and you feel like right well, I've not missed anything um, and that's Kind of disappointing at
1: the moment, and I think it doesn't help when SmackDown, in particular, is back to its usual mundane self.
0: Yeah, I think like what they're trying to do <clears throat> is they seem to be giving a lot of emphasis to this Shane McMahon and KO and Sammy storyline, which um, I don't mind. I kind of enjoy it, but now all of a sudden we're getting Randy Orton and Nakamura. Having a tag match at, the, at Clash of Champions, and and I just sort of look at them like as much as I love those guys, um, obviously Randy can be as great as he wants to be on any night, but Nakamura, Kevin Owens, Sammy, like they're we they're universally loved.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but again, like that, it doesn't really do much for me. Um, that match, and I'm sure we'll get into it when we do a little preview for of Champions but to me that match is more intriguing because I just sit and wonder if Daniel Bryan's going to get involved in it somehow but yeah
1: Uh, it's um, It's a bit it's a bit weird this Kevin Owen, Sami Zayn, Shane McMahon Daniel Bryan thing going on just now it's as if the rules it's as if it's all upside down where you've got Sammy Zane and Kevin Owens seem to be the ones that are on the receiving end of the bad news at the end of the TV. Um, Shane McMahon's acting like his dad, who's usually a heel. Um, Randy Orton seems to be getting the upper hand more often than the other guys. Usually when there's a feud going on between baby faces and heels and the lead up to a pay-per-view, it's the baby face who is on, who's losing. Like, say for instance, like a TV, an episode of TV was a result, they're losing the storyline wise and it's reversed this time it just doesn't feel, it's not how I wanted it to go, I'm not sure how I want it to go, but it's not clicking for me at the moment
0: um, Well, cause obviously we've just dived right into Smackdown storyline, so what oh, for me it's obviously there was rumours earlier on this week and we spoke about it priorly. Eh, off air just texting one another Along with Barry and John Ross, that Daniel Bryan apparently got cleared to wrestle again. Uh, that sort of, those, that story is still somewhat vague. I've not really saw too much, so I don't know who cleared him. Was it his own doctors, but an independent? It sure as hell wasn't WWE doctors. But I, I, I've spoke to you recently. I think it was on air that you just sort of had or had that feeling that that maybe Daniel Bryan will wrestle for WWE again. And, I, and for me, I I kind of get the feeling that if he was to wrestle again, it's going to, he's going to get involved in this storyline somehow. Um, either he comes down because Shane McMahon refuses to count for Kevin Owens or Sammy Owens oh, Kevin, Kevin Owens or Sammy.
1: I forgot he was the referee for that. Shane McMahon. So
0: they could pop up powerbomb. He's trying to cover Nakamura, but Shane refused to do it. But say. Daniel Bryan comes running down, and he does it, counts it, or Daniel Bryan comes down and be like, what are you doing? And they two sort of get an, an argument, and in the process, something happens to Shane, like you make it knocked down or whatever, and Daniel Bryan makes a count. Or, so I'm not sure, but like I said, there was reports out there as well that I saw on Twitter that, that um, they were considering bringing Daniel Bryan back. If they were to come back, it's potentially maybe turned, not even, not even a, in a wrestler aspect that could just turn him heel. So does that mean he's going to align with Kevin Owens and Sammy, or is he? I don't know. Is he just going to go against Shane? And if that's the case, if you're going to turn Daniel Bryan heel, like to me, that would be a pretty shocking decision. And whoever makes that decision needs to seriously um, have a look in the mirror because. <laughs> Daniel Bryan is everything Vince McMahon wants Roman Reigns to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, the difference between Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns, when, when Vince, in Vince's eyes, is uh, about seven inches in height and about fifty pounds in weight. That's it.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: yes. and I understand that. it's a big, that's a big, big difference. Like when you compare them, Roman is a big guy, obviously compared to him. But Roman, when you put him against other. Bigger guys, he doesn't. He, he doesn't look that much bigger than Seth or Dean. He looks more bulkier than Dean, but height-wise, he's around mm-hmm. about the same. So, like I said, I think it would be a mistake, and that's in this story, I, I agree with you. It's, it's gone. It's gone in a good direction I didn't think it was going to go in. And the only reason that I'm I'm, I'm intrigued by it is because I'm wondering to see what might happen with Daniel Bryan.
1: Funny, Rich Latta of One Nation Radio on oh, the Social Suplex has actually written a column recently, saying that if they're actually thinking about Daniel Bryan turning heel, what the hell are they doing that for? So,
0: I read that. Your opinion. Shout, shout out to Rich.
1: How you doing, Rich? Um, uh, I
0: read that. I did I actually did feed that. Um, I, 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 doesn't it doesn't make sense. It just does not make sense. You've got something who and Vince would look at it and say is a a quote unquote an absolute guaranteed moneymaker in Daniel Bryan. So why would you want to fuck around with that? Like that makes absolute zero zero sense to me. Um and then top of that the guy's just over as fuck. So he's universally loved by everyone and that's not just sort of quote unquote the hardcore fans, like your casuals, your elder fans, your younger fans, he is loved by everyone. So Aye. that would be that would be an absolute shocking, shocking error of judgement, if they do go ahead
1: with that. And see, the thing is, I know they get booed, but Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are over with all the, the folk like us behind the keyboards. So, if Daniel Bryan sides with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, then they're not getting the react... Vince isn't getting the opinion and reaction that he thinks he wants. He doesn't... He won't get booed.
0: I don't uh, think... There are certain... There's certain guys who, like in the history of wrestling, who no matter what they do or could have done, they just they were not going to get booed. Um, like just a set, obviously you had Rock and Austin turn heel, and eventually they did. But at certain times it would have been you could have turned the Rock heel or Austin heel. It doesn't matter At that period of time <clears throat> they would not have been booed. If you talk Daniel Bryan, heel, for instance, in that run-up to where he won the title at Mania, he wouldn't have been booed. There's just certain guys at certain times and certain moments who will who will not be booed, no matter what. And this is sort of similar to it. Um, like I said, it's just a a real bad bad error. Um, just a real shocking moment. If they do it, it may, it, it really really wouldn't make any sense.
1: It wouldn't. It's just, and I see as well, this whole is it the class of champions that if Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens lose, they get fired? Yeah. Right. Obviously, they've got something in mind here. I don't know what, but I can't see them getting fired. No. Unless they do in storyline form, and they're off TV for a couple of weeks, and then something else happens. But that's just prolonging what has turned into a bit of an odd storyline. I mean... I'm loving that Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are the main heels of SmackDown. The main, of it doesn't matter if they're heels or baby faces, they are the main attraction on SmackDown at the moment. I've always loved Kevin Owens since the day I saw him, so I'm happy with that, but I just wish there was something else going on. Maybe it's Shane, Shane's zealous attitude at the moment. He's acting too much like his dad, and he's supposed to be the face in all of this. He started it was to me. It looked as if Shane was doing the heel turn with his attack on Raw at Survivor Series and stuff like that. Is no nonsense carry on. So it's just all I don't know. We'll see what happens with it. As you say, it is intriguing. Though we'll see. It could be. It's a more interesting thing on SmackDown anyway. Put it that way.
0: And just imagine. It, sorry, continue. while you finish your point off. I have finished. Just imagine, um, like it wasn't kayfabe storyline, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn legit did get fired <laughs> after they lost that match.
1: <laughs> well, they'll be at the... Uh, be... All in. Aye, all in. Uh... Oh, just imagine. Oh, can you imagine the trolling if Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn tweeted like hours before the pay-per-view match is like, we're going all in tonight. <laughs> and put all in in quotes.
0: I think but just to sort of finish up on this, it's um like it says it it did seem like Shane was the one who was going to turn like you says and it was just very uncharacteristic of uncharacteristic of what he'd been thus far and mm-hmm. I just I don't know, I'm I'm not I'm not enjoying this shane character at the moment. Yeah. Um so like I said I'm hoping maybe Daniel Bryan does get involved, like properly gets involved and that might freshen up a little bit but do you know Aye It's It has It has sort of Soured on me
1: Aye But You know what hasn't Soured on me In fact it's quite the opposite While well, we're speaking of Heel turns I'm enjoying What's happening With Jason Jordan Right now And
0: okay. if
1: If you don't mind I'd like to have a wee would like to have the mic For a wee moment On you go <laughs>
0: Right
1: so Jason Jordan he had a very bland persona even in American Alpha on NXT didn't have much of a character there and it was basically over because of his wrestling ability and then he got drafted over to Raw in the whole Kurt, Kurt Angle Illegitimate Son storyline Thought, thought oh, here comes the soap opera notched up to 12, this is um, Drake Ramori, <coughs> Dr. Drake Ramori, Days of Our Life stuff here <laughs> shout out to Joey from Friends <laughs> Indeed, <laughs> uh, I thought. Right, let's just see what happens. We can kind of. We all were guessing how it was going to go, but as the months wore on, I can see a, a natural character arc for him, where he comes over. He just wants to please his dad. He wants to have great matches, but at the same time, he doesn't want to be given, be handed opportunities to him on a silver platter. So he's like, "No, I want to fight my way up." So that's fine. You have some great matches with. John Cena, and another great match with Roman Reigns the next week or vice versa, whichever one came first and he has a good account of himself uh, so it is actually like Kurt Angle is it's like Jason Jordan is a young boy who's trying to prove himself to his dad and then he gets a wee bit petulant petty and he has the food the fruit fight with Elias Samson, what was it throwing rotten fruit at him and stuff when Elias was singing mm-hmm. his songs so, uh-huh. right, you're acting a bit like a baby here. And then after that, he's despite that bizarre, childish moment, he gets into the Survivor Series based on his good matches that he has. Fair enough, he's presenting himself. He's wanting his dad to be proud of him. But then Triple H comes up, pedigrees, Jason Jordan. After, like so, he's out of the Survivor Series match. He's carrying an injury, but he says, "No, I want to do this, Dad." Bear in mind that Jason Jordan was saying at the start I don't want opportunities handed to me. Now all of a sudden he's annoyed that he's not getting the Survivor Series spot. Now again, this week, all of a sudden he's annoyed that he's not getting an Intercontinental title shot. Was that a title match that he had this week? Mm. It was, wasn't it? Was it an open challenge? Yep. So he did get it, but he kind of moaned his way to get there. Bitched and moaned about it all. So this, the story arc there is he finally reunites with his dad or unites with his dad he starts getting the pride wears off he gets a bit petty and petulant starts acting like a wee boy and now he's starting attacking people from behind even though he said I don't attack from pe- people from behind so he's acting like a spoiled boy at the moment and I think it's actually quite interesting if this is a heel turn that are going down instead of him just being a I'm not actually your son in Attack and Cut. It's a slow build. And I appreciate that slow build. And it makes me appreciate his character arc overall. And general, I think long-term character booking is better. So I ask of you tonight, Richard, that you instead try and like, so Tuesday morning we wake up, we look at the results from Raw and we say, well, that was a load of shit but if you take it in context from what's been happening over the last few weeks, you think right, that's actually quite good development. So, I'm asking you and I'm asking everyone to have a bit more patience with someone like Jason Jordan and embrace the heel turn that is inevitably going to happen soon. Your thoughts?
0: Um, I've liked Jason Jordan from day one. I, I think I've been on record saying that. I've not Liked his gimmick. I I love his wrestling ability. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I can't remember if I've said it on the podcast or not, but you know that I give me a wrestler, a guy who can, a female or a guy who can wrestle over someone who's amazing on the mic but quite average in the ring. I would take it the other way around, but just in the sense if you want to see someone like, say, Roman, for instance. Um, or the classic one would be Benoit. Benoit wasn't that great in the mic, but his in-ring ability is good enough to put him in an argument of being one of the top five of all time. Uh, so I, I agree. Um, I think I think what a lot of people are just sort of getting fed up, and they were like, oh, "This is like it was just his character, and his gimmick." As his wrestling ability has never been in question. Um, so yeah, I agree. Um, the heel turn is gonna come. Just stop I think the problem is that and I'm bad for it, you're bad for it, John Ross party, all the wrestling fans, is it sort of we sometimes don't let stories develop and we're like, Oh gee, this is terrible like just hurry up and get to sort of get to where you're wanting to get to. Um, and sometimes like a lot of the time that's not that's not ideal because if you get there too soon you don't get to tell the full story right in, in this situation that fine I, uh, the whole thing with Jason Jordan is that like I understand that at the start we didn't like him and stuff and he's fine his character work his character mic work and stuff everything like that still needs to get better but the one thing he has got going for him is the fact that he's so good in the ring
1: he is um, I love the double Northern Lights. he does. That's excellent.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, I think if you, if you, no I think we all would still agree that it was, a, it was still a a massive mistake breaking up Alpha. Um, but like I say, if we give him time, you never know where it could go. Um, like I always believe, and I've said it, and I say it continuously about Jinder Mahal. Um, you know what? At least you tried. At least you tried to do something different. Um, in this case, maybe maybe doing something different could well be wrong because you've broke up what, which, which I regarded anyway, the best tag team in the company. But like I say, it, you never know where it's going to go. Um, you have saw improvements, and I think when that heel turn does come, that's when he's, he I think he'll get over. Um, there's a lot of uh, the rock about him in the sense that not, not like ability or that nonsense. It's just, um, you had that whole die, Rocky die. <laughs> Rocky dumb right. back. Rocky, like he was just, it's so similar, like smiling, cheesy, happy baby face. Comes back as this absolute bastard of a heel. And that's what, that's what it's, it's quite similar to this. Where he, and he, maybe he won't generate the kind of heat Rock got, but in the sense that where they both are and where at the point, where the character was, um, it's similar. So that could work in his favour. I think when he does become a heel, I think that's when you're going to really see. I think you'll start to see him uh, get even better.
1: Aye. it's it's very easy to be better on the mic as a heel. You always hear people talking about it, like when there's guests on podcasts to say, "Oh, I much prefer being a heel because they've get more, more chance to go off script, more chance to." be insulting, insult the crowd and it's hard to be that blue chipper like you're saying about the Rocky, smiling for the crowd and saying what's up Wisconsin and all that shit, so it's easier I think to be a heel and I think I don't think he's going to get the same amount of heat that the Rock got but if he attacks the Olympic gold medalist uh, and like goes to town on him because as we know we've been a wee bit gutted and saddened to see Kurt wrestle recently He's really he's as stiff as a board. So if he's gonna if he's gonna attack his dad and lay him out, KF injure him, perhaps KF break his neck, then mm-hmm. or well not break his neck, but when it looks dubious.
0: Uh, and it. I, for me. It's not so much you're going to get the kind of heat rock. Got it was just more so the sort of similarities in the character. And that's that like you saw Rock start to really to get even better and go to a whole other level. Um, so. Uh, that's that's what it's similar and obviously like you mentioned about Kurt, um, you're going to get automatic huge heel if you if you huge, huge if you attack Kurt and that's a match that you could have followed down the line obviously with Jason Jordan's um, ability, wrestling ability, and his his mobile how mobile he is that will make it easier on Kurt because like you say he has been really really stiff, looks very stiff and. Quite frankly, he's stiffer than a porn star's dick. So, <laughs> um, it, so, I uh, Like I say, I think to me, it's certainly there's certainly signs of um, improvement, and certainly signs of things that. Well, you know what? You are getting better, and, and maybe maybe in the future you you could become a, a real a real asset to them.
1: When I promote this podcast on Twitter, you know what quote I'll be using, don't you? No. <laughs> but well, I
0: don't I, yeah, I don't think you can put that on Twitter if I'm honest.
1: Well I wouldn't be adding it I wouldn't be adding cut angle because I, I think he might get a wee bit offended.
0: <laughs> well it shouldn't be, he should take it as a compliment. Uh,
1: kind of. He's, <laughs> he's like a he stands there like a question mark though. The way his legs are bent. Mm-hmm. It's such a shame.
0: And as like you say, he was he was he was strapped up as well at Survivor Series, and when I mean strapped up, uh, not gun wise, because obviously we don't have that shit over here in the UK, you know. <laughs> but sorry, Americans, uh, he was he clearly had some sort of injury as well. So,
1: I don't know uh, what happened. Yeah,
0: it's, it's sad.
1: this must have been one of those pulled a hamstring or something or pulled a quad or something like that.
0: Because mm-hmm. there was certainly nothing leading up to it, uh, storyline wise. That suggested he'd anything because he 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 never took a shot in like he wasn't hurt or anything so I don't know but overall Jason Jordan I think like I say no matter what his wrestling ability is there and that that's always going to be there and, and that's always going to sort of be his fallback that even if your character isn't great and whatever you still have that wrestling ability that people are going to still going to really like and mm. still enjoy watching. And
1: it's important you are saying, like, it's hard to a split second of shit compared to the whole minute. Compare it to if you if someone shows you three minutes of a film and you think, well, I don't know what that was all about. That was shit. Uh, it didn't make any sense. It didn't paint the character in a good light. But see if you just sit down and watch the whole film from start to finish, then you'll appreciate what's going on. So just, listeners, be patient. If there's a storyline that you're not enjoying, just take your time. Think about their journey so far and think about what could possibly happen. Think of it as a natural character progression. So I've been a wee bit snobby there, but hey-ho. So that's why I ask you, Ricky, to be patient with Aska. Because I know that basically the same thing happened this week that happened last week with her being accosted by absolution. And she walked away with the smiles again, but just, they're all, they must be thinking of something. So, they're laying out everyone else in the roster at the moment. They're waiting for Aska. Aska will bide her time, and she'll strike when she's ready. I have faith in that.
0: Let's hope so.
1: I'm guessing you weren't happy with how Aska was booked. Again.
0: I would rather she take a beating. Um, <laughs> but if it, you know. Because <laughs> to me... It, it, it kind of works both ways because, therefore, Page another in. The other, in um, uh, no, I've, I've forgotten her name now. Damn it,
1: Mandy Rose.
0: Yes, and Sonia Deville. Yep. Sorry about that, ladies. <laughs> the, it, Hello, it ladies. It just sort of. I uh, I hate to use the word, but it legitimizes them in a sense. That look at that, they've taken out like everyone. And specifically, took out Asuka. And then Asuka, it, you could be like, look at it. it, took three women to beat her down, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But if if it leads to eventually Asuka, like, getting getting through them one by one, then fine, I'm all for it. But at the same time, that that shouldn't happen straight away because now all of a sudden you're like, well, you just brought these two women up, you brought Paige back. And as much as I love Asuka, you're like, well, what was the point? Of building these up, these women up, and having them beat people down for just then ultimately one woman to destroy all three of them. Uh-huh. You know, um, ultimately I think that's where it'll lead, and I don't mind that, but don't do it too soon because it's like, right? Well, that's a month after they've debuted, and you've just basically had Asuka run through them. It's like that's great for Asuka, but at the same time, think about these other ones as well. That that can, you can delay that if you wanted. Uh-huh.
1: I mean, you can have a wee a segment on Raw. If she does batter them all. That's fine, but not, like, totally lay them out. She'd sort of, I mean, if she stands tall above all three of them, like, um, planting a flag in the rocks of the moon, then that would be a bit excessive. But if she gets a good punch or so in, some punches and kicks, and then makes a makes a beeline for it or something like that. That's, so, uh, that's
0: it. That's it. That's all you need. So I think, um... It'll probably, I think we'll start, I think we will get Paige ask at WrestleMania for the title, and it'll be interesting to see how they're able to keep this storyline going on for so long. It could just be a case of, like, it's fine um, if Asuka does beat beat the three of them, but I think it could be like done over time, which will be a bit ideal. And I think what it could maybe do is asuka has got to go through the other two women in order to get to Paige. In whatever order they go in, I don't know, but I think that's where it'll lead. All roads roads are probably going to lead to Asuka versus Page at WrestleMania.
1: It's still quite a few months away, but mm-hmm. it be good. that's what I'm
0: saying. Like, could between now and potentially Rumble or whenever we're Raw next pay per view, you could still do piled up Page, uh, Alexa Bliss, and then the pay per view after that, Alexa Bliss could have her um, her rematch. So then, now all of a sudden, you're only two months away from Mania. Uh-huh with no pay per viewers potentially in the middle so you've got plenty of time to build that up
1: all right, It's exciting, it is exciting so we'll see how that leads And Do you want to bring us in with our next segment tonight, Ricky?
0: And what would that be? Nah, um, <laughs> obviously I don't know if, I don't think you've watched it but you've you've certainly heard that um, Corey Graves had done an interview with Roman and by all accounts this wasn't Roman in character you know, so this was just him. Double sort of sit down interview, and in the interview, Roman claims to be uh, the best wrestler in the world, and, he, and I think his I'm going really to try and find the exact quote, but his his quote more or less went that if you went back and you looked, um,
1: the last two or three went, years. the last
0: two or three years, sorry that if you went back and you just sort of looked at his matches, then a lot of his matches have sort of been like some of the best matches around. So, and that's why I think he was saying that um, he believes he is the number one and best wrestler in the world. And obviously that's now, that got quite a lot of reaction from people. Uh, It'll be interesting to see whether or not he say that like 100% truthfully he meant it or did he just say it just knowing that he's going to get a reaction out of people and just sort of trolling folk um, and I'm just sort of interested, it'd be interesting to hear what you think because a lot of people have just been sort of been like that's absolutely ludicrous
1: my, my hatred of Roman Reigns, not right, my hatred of Roman Reigns' booking has subsided a wee bit over the last few months He's not. There was a time, and we've all felt it, that he was just booked far too powerfully, far too successfully. Given all the all the silver spoons, WrestleMania main events, taking out the Undertaker, beating Triple H a lot. But it's calmed down a wee bit. And it, although he it did get the Intercontinental title just out of the blue, I get that Miz was going off telly for a while. Fair enough. But he's doing the open challenge thing, and it's good. And they've played it well in that they're getting Roman to face wrestlers who get natural heat from the, the crowd and the Miz. So even though everyone loves the Miz, when they're in the when they're in the arena, he gets booed relentlessly. You get Elias who gets booed. Nobody likes his walk with Elias gimmick, although we secretly love it. Um Oh it's great. It's great. And it is. Jason Jordan there's a general a heated apathy towards him we talked about how that's changing for him now but they're putting him against people who aren't as popular babyface wise as Roman Reigns so it's working (laughs) Is is it working the whole babyface experiment because we've got Wrestlemania looming round the corner back to the point about him being the best in ring performer in the world that's got to be a troll a troll attempt surely Somebody on Twitter said he's not even the best wrestler in his faction. Which I mm. I do agree with that. I would say for in-ring ability, Seth is better than him, easily. I would say that Roman has good matches. He's had some amazing matches. The two with AJ Styles particularly were off the charts. But I think he must be at it. He must be tripping, surely.
0: See, I, I don't think he is. I think he was being genuine about it, and his reasoning for it made sense. If you know what I mean. And then, for that.
1: what was his reasoning, though?
0: So, like, I'm not, I'm not questioning whether he's been truthful or not. I think you need to question whether or not this statement is true.
1: About the three years. <laughs> and that?
0: obviously, you don't believe it is.
1: No, I don't. In case anyone was unsure of my opinion, that is not true. <laughs> I mean, look at the matches that Wrestle Kingdom had. Just n- not even Okada and Omega. Look at the match, the matches that Okada and Omega had. Look at some of the NXT matches this year. I wouldn't there's not been the best wrestler ever, but look at the matches that Neville has, that AJ Styles has, Kevin Owens has. Seth and Dean he's, I just I don't know what his aim was unless it was just to get some con- controversy from it all he's had a few a right few stinkers this year alone has he? Undertaker uh, well,
0: the your counter to that would be when was it, when was the last good taker match
1: if he's the best in-ring performer in the world, he should be able to
0: carry the taker. And literally AJ, Styles, AJ Styles couldn't carry the taker in that condition. Um. Right, so, no, I, I think that, because I think that's just, just where taker was, to be honest, and maybe AJ would have, because he's, he has the ability to sort of...
1: See, he looked in the multi real- Sorry, on you go.
0: It, like I said, AJ would be able to fly around the ring and take bumps, but I think... Sometimes when you So take take back my comment about would AJ be able to who knows. I think Age is the exception to just about almost any wrestler. So I think it's unfair to compare a lot of guys out there to AJ Styles. Because let's be honest, there's not many people there's not many people in the world who wrestler wise you should be saying this their name in the same sentence as AJ Styles. There's very, very few. Uh-huh. I think um Like I'm not going to argue that he is the best wrestler in the world. I, I couldn't because I don't believe he is. I understand what he means in, and, and, and if you do go back the last sort of three years and you look at his matches, does if you put a list together of a lot of the best WWE matches in the last three years, I guarantee you a Roman Reigns would have been involved in a lot of them. Well,
1: the two. And
0: two the argument that I've heard that uh, he's been, a, he's a great match with I'm uh, um, Great matches with AJ, great matches with Braun, great matches with. Um, I had mean, a couple of great matches on Raw and, um, a, a few months back. I can't remember who them, who were against now. Uh, I think there was maybe one against Cesaro, I think it was. Um, he's had uh, a great match with. I, I personally love the match we had with Triple H, the match he had with Brock Lesnar uh, at WrestleMania. Um, so I think, and what, like I said, the argument I've heard of a lot of people saying, "Well, look at the people he's in the ring with; they've helped him." Well, yeah, but if you put a list of all those matches I named, right, the common theme that you will see throughout it all is Roman Reigns is, is in that match, and he's not been—he doesn't get the credit he deserves. You can argue he is the best wrestler in the world. Your argument may not be that strong, but you can argue it. Just like I can argue, Seth Rollins or AJ Styles or Nakamura are the best in the world. Your argument may not be strongly said; AJ Styles' argument, but you can definitely still argue it. I think, for me, he's one of the one of the absolute best in that company, without a doubt. Um, I think it goes AJ Styles, then there's everyone else. So, but I think he more than holds his own against, uh, like. As much as I love AJ and Seth and everyone else, like Roman deserves to be right there alongside him all and deserves that credit. But I'm not going to go as far and say that he's the best person in the world. But I, for me, a lot of people refuse to give him credit because, A, they don't know him. Or, sorry, they don't like him. Like You don't know him personally. You don't know what he's like, so how you can form that opinion of him, I don't know. You might not like his character, and probably more than anything, it obviously, is the fact that people are like "fuck," he's a "quote-unquote" chosen one. He's been rammed down a throat, etc., and that's why they refuse to take to him. But you've got to also acknowledge that, no matter what, how you feel towards him. The guy put, has put on some fucking right good matches in some, the last few years. Some, um,
1: aye, and you look at tw- right, so the last three years, 2015, he had a match of the year contender tender with Daniel Bryan. Mhm. Yep. Yep. 2016, he had two Match of the Year contenders with... AJ. Do you know what? He had an amazing spring and summer with AJ and then Seth Rollins at Money... In, was it Money in the Bank? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And then the Triple Threat, the Shield Triple Threat. All really good matches that he had there. He had a a quite underrated... See, the shark cage match with Jericho, Kevin Owens, sorry... Kevin Owens, yep. aye, the one at Royal Rumble this year that was really good for a, a weapons match I think he's last wee while he seemed a bit gassed, see the multi-man matches he felt non-existent and he was going through a spate of superman punch after superman punch during the multi-man matches and it was just, oh come on stop it, do something else like, But me, I
0: think in those multi-man matches he's
1: the focus wasn't, the he's, focus wasn't he's, on him he, he's
0: enforcer of the group so he's always hitting those sort of his high end big time moves and that's one of them I suppose I don't like the sort of man punch but I'm just trying to think maybe that's why they've done it
1: still think that see if he got some right good Cesaro style upper body strength see that Razor's Edge sit down powerbomb thing he does mm-hmm. see if that was his finisher then I would be more than happy
0: we said that the first time we saw that that should be his finisher against the quote unquote smaller guys, uh-huh, and then against you, against your Braun Strowman's Brock Lesnar's, imagine the Cane's takers, etc., etc. Big shows. It should be your spear.
1: Uh-huh.
0: But that so, but let's say I think for me he probably was being truthful from his point of view. But let's see, I can sit and argue all day long that he is the best wrestler in the world but my argument may, may not be that strong but I think for me what more than anything like I said before what comes from it is that a lot of people just don't give him the credit it deserves but I'm not ready to call him the best wrestler in the world nowhere no. near it um, but I think he's he deserves to be in that sort of upper echelon of wrestlers where, where we talk about a lot of these guys and it just feels like sometimes you don't talk about his ability because we don't like how he's booked and how he's been rammed down our throat right. but I think he deserves to be alongside all those guys that I've mentioned. With perhaps except, perhaps with the exception of A. G. and potential Okada Because I've not sought enough of Okada but certainly within WWE, like I said, I think it's AJ Styles and then it's everyone else but that's not a knock on everyone else. Right. That's just paying homage to how great AJ Styles is.
1: Oh he's exception I mean you're talking about the last three years of matches that Roman Rangers had, look at the last couple of years that AJ Styles matches the amount of belters he's had is ridiculous. There's just so many. Yep. So, your opinion might be controversial, but you might be right in saying that people just can't look past the booking. And I, myself, have been guilty of that in the past. But I'm going to try and just... I'll see. I'll have a look at his wrestling. I'm going to get the notebook out, judge his holds, his movement. But, <laughs> no, like,
0: really. my, my, my final... My final my... My con- my conclusion of it is that he, you aren't the rep- for me he's not the best person in the world. But he's not. He's does does there's, there's, there's uh, cl- his claims. There's evidence to back up his own personal claim in the sense that what he says, how many great matches that he's had. That's like you can you can use that to back it up. Mm-hmm. But I I can understand where he's coming from and why he's saying it and the evidence he's trying to present. But I wouldn't personally, myself wouldn't personally say you are, but I personally think a lot of people out there don't give him the credit he deserves, and he deserves to be, like I say, named alongside some of the best wrestlers in the world at the moment, but, like I say, it's it's a moment for me in that company, it's always AJ Styles. Uh But he deserves, like, you know, when people talk about who great Seth and Dean and KO and Sami, etc., all are, he deserves to be right in amongst all that.
1: Put it this way, I think he'd have a really good match with Omega. And Okada, Naito, Obushi. He'd have, he would have good matches with those guys.
0: And that's it. Like, I, for, he, he, he's had great matches, like, truly great, great matches against AJ Styles, who, quote unquote, is a smaller guy who will fly around the room and do all these different great things. And then he's having these great matches with Braun Strowman, which are just completely different type of matches yeah. from each other he had a great that's match with Triple H and he had that absolute brutal match with Brock Lesnar which I loved and John Ross loved it as well and that's oh, so different what yeah. he's done before that's what I love about him the most is that he's, his ability to have great matches with different type of wrestlers Versatility. and not everyone, not everyone can do that but like I says, to to, to summarise I don't understand why he thinks he's the best but you know I think it's more so for me that you just don't get it, get the credit you deserve rather than say mm-hmm. I'm not going to say you are the best in the world I don't think you are
1: He's better. He's better than John Cena. Without a doubt. Without a doubt, there.
0: Like, like that. To me, that I, I like Cena now. I think. I think people who criticize Cena now are just still starting to pass. It's like, get over it. Like he's not that guy he was like ten years ago. But people also need to remember it's not like Roman's been wrestling for like twenty years or whatever. Um, like. I know I don't want to start criticising Cena, but if you compare Cena to Roman at this time in their career, it's like there is no comparison. I know. What?
1: We could we could talk about this all night long, but we've got to move on. Um this is a random wee sort of side note thing before we get on to a wee question that we have. I want to quickly talk about the SmackDown women's title scene at the moment so we have at Class of Champions Charlotte versus Natalia in a lumberjack match or a lumber drill match as it will probably be called I hope they don't call it that actually that's dreadful but um, I've actually been writing my own series of columns recently where I've been discussing the, the sort of unsung heroes of WWE in 2017 giving a bit of more of a spotlight on the wrestlers that haven't been getting a proper spotlight and I picked Carmella a couple of weeks ago one of the points I'd made is, although she's been doing well from a, when I was saying like that long overarching story character development, I still don't see much of a main event future for her, especially with Charlotte there and the likes of the Riot Squad coming in to upset the balance. And I'd say in the column, if they were going to do it, I think it was feedback in the column or something, if they were going to give her the title, give her it now or soon before Wrestlemania because I don't think there's going to be room for it after Wrestlemania and if she does it now and if they don't really like what she's doing as the champ then fair enough it means they can get the title off her just in time for Wrestlemania so I'm going to lock it up right now before the predictions even start and I will give myself a bonus point when we're doing the predictions at the lumberjack match Carmella will cash in her money in the bank briefcase and become the tramp. maybe for two nights maybe for two months but it's going to happen interesting you don't care do you
0: um, <laughs> not that I don't care it's they put the title on Natalia which I loved you know that I've been on record saying Charlotte is the best female wrestler in the company yes to go, f- to go from Italia to Charlotte to Carmela. Look,
1: <laughs> I know, I understand. Look, it.
0: I'm sorry, I just uh, I can't handle it, to be honest. Uh, I personally, wh- when when does she have until, when she got to cash in? June. Is it June, right? And when is a uh, brand shake-up going to take place?
1: Not a clue. It could happen during the night, tonight for all I know.
0: So let's just say, I would expect Charlotte to head over to Raw, maybe, back again. Um, So I could see maybe, I would personally have Asuka doing it, cashing in after WrestleMania. Uh, Because they could potentially go Charlotte as a heel up against Becky Lynch at WrestleMania, which will be Unbelievable. Or if Ronda Rousey does debut, they're going to go Ronda Rousey in Charlotte. Uh, but again, if if that's for the title, which I don't think it should be, but maybe that ties in with your theory that Carmella should cash in. Because say what you want, but you it, you can't have Carmella cash in on potential Ronda Rousey being a champ. Like that would be absolutely. Like, no, that doesn't happen because it's Ronda Rousey at the end of the day. So, yeah. I can see it going both ways but I kind of hope she cash you in but she doesn't actually get the title and she loses her cash in match. Uh,
1: I can't do that again already though. Look what happened to Corbin.
0: I know, I know. And he's somewhat like he's now back on that path where he was before because he's now a US title, innit? it? Uh, champ Aye. US champ, so so you never know. Uh, I I don't know, I th- I feel like SmackDown it's been like seven or eight months of, like, having nonsense, pathetic, stupid champions, you had Jinder as a champ, and then fucking, you had Naomi as a women's champ, people who think Naomi, oh, no, no, he's always a good best, like, fuck off, no, no, she's shite.
1: She is, she is. Uh,
0: And now all of a sudden, right, well, here we go, now we've got, like, proper, I hate to say it, like, but we've got, like, legitimate guys and women as a champs. we've got AJ Styles who. I think we all agree is the best wrestler in the company mm-hmm. and we've got Charlotte who all agree is the fem- best female wrestler in the company and it's no surprise that they're the ones that hold the title at the moment. Like, I don't know, that know. for me makes sense so I would, I would rather not see Char- Carmella win it but if she does win it then do you know what, so be it because and I'm looking forward to when she does cash in because you get that little bit of excitement there.
1: Aye, there always is that <laughs> excitement when the cash in happens. Yep. So, I, I know she's She's not liked, but that's her doing her job.
0: Oh, definitely.
1: She's doing her job as a heel. She did her job as a heel when she when she quote-unquote won the Money in the Bank briefcase, but she did win it off her own back a week later, a couple of weeks later. Mm-hmm. So fair play to her. Um, right. I went on to Social Suplex's Facebook group earlier with a bit of question request. By the way, the Facebook social suplex group thing that was a mouthful is called the wrestling squared circle and the squared is in brackets or parenthesis or whatever you want to call it. So feel free to put in a join request for that and join the, the chit chat on the group and I asked for any questions. And we got a question from Jeremy who is the host of the new social suplex podcast, Keeping It Strong Style, all about New Japan. Shout out to Jeremy and Josh. That was a good Debut episode, really enjoyed that one. His question is, who do you guys want to win the Royal Rumble? Now, we can all put our booking hats on and see who we think will win it, but Ricky, who do you want to win it?
0: First of all, um, no offence to Jeremy, but I initially thought you were going to say it was Jeremy Borash from Impact Wrestling that submitted the question. <laughs> but, hey, Shout
1: out uh, to this. Jeremy Borash. <laughs> <laughs> Aye,
0: indeed. And Jeremy... Um, I'm just sort of taking a piss. I hope you don't take offence to that. Um, <laughs> so, sorry, the question is, who do I want to win it? Aye. I mean, I'll ask you, you know who my is going to be. Who do you think I want to win the Rumble?
1: Um, oh, what day is it?
0: It's that glorious man from Bulgaria's day.
1: Oh. Rusev, <laughs> is that your answer? It's my answer. So... So, taking a, right, as I said, the question to me said, take away the booking, the creative, what you think will happen, as a okay. pure mark for the wrestling, you want Rusev to win. Yep. Okay. Who do I want to win? I would quite like to see Nakamura win, purely so we can set up an AJ vs Nakamura feud at WrestleMania, but... It's been a long time since since we've seen someone dominate a Royal Rumble and be successful from that domination. Kane has always been dominant when he goes into Royal Rumbles. Even Roman was dominant the year before he won the Royal Rumble. But I want to see Braun smash that ring to smithereens with his bare hands, and his beard, and his muscle gut. Whatever's going on there, I want Roman. To <laughs> oh, shit yes Roman uh, I want Braun Strowman to win the Royal Rumble and I want him to squash Brock Lesnar in 5 seconds
0: sure.
1: <laughs> so that's my answer I want Braun to win it but I get if Nakamura was to win it I would be quite happy with that as well I can't see anyone it, like, the Royal Rumble is all about setting, the Survivor Series is all about getting a new name, like, geared up, ready for a big push. Didn't get that this year, as far as I'm concerned. Royal Rumble was all about cementing that push. And although we've had Roman... Eh, I never have done it again. Braun Strowman dominate TV and be a massive success, who's now basically turned babyface. He keeps hitting hurdles. And I don't want him to see him hitting any hurdles anymore. I want him I to mean, win everything. I mean, the biggest
0: hurdle he keeps hitting is the fact that you keep calling him Roman.
1: <laughs> I'm not the audio keeps cutting out when I'm doing the st at the t- start, <laughs> start of his surname so it's t- Roman see?
0: Um uh, just to quickly elaborate on why I want uh, Rusev to win it, I said Roman, as I hope <laughs> um, uh, uh, for me it just all harps back to just go back to his original US title run and I think if you if you if you were there and you saw that, you understand why I love him so much. And, and I hate, and I don't want to always bring John Ross up partly because I value his opinion quite highly. I think he talks a lot of sense. He knows what he's talking about. He knows what he likes and what's what works and what doesn't. So that's why I'm always referenced John Ross. And like I say, that I, 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 I regard his opinion very highly. Um, and he shares the same thought as me in this that the original run was. Just phenomenal, um, and it's just to see what he has now. It's just really, really disappointing. But he's still got all that talent. I think he's good in the mic. I think he's great in the ring. So I would, I would go Rusev. That's my absolute favourite. I uh, really, really love it if he win it. But if, you, if I would also, uh, on top of that, I would, I would also put. Um, I think someone like, perhaps someone at a left field, someone like maybe like Bobby Roode, for instance. I really, really like Bobby, Bobby's style that would be uh good, wrestling. Actually. So it's somewhat it's not I, that that that's just not going to happen, but it'd be it'd be nice to see something like that happening. Um But yeah, going back to yours, I think you say that you would you had Nakamura in that as well. I think I know it's who we want to win, but I also think um that's to, that's who is going to win. I'd that would say be so. my official pick. So you'd be happy with that. And, uh, like I said, if it was Braun, I agree with that as well. I would love to see Braun win it. Um, out to me, the top probably two would be Rusev and Braun, if I'm honest. Um, the only, but then, they have to make sure that they cash in this time on Braun's momentum. And for the most part, they do, the Rumble winner. for the most part, generally goes on to win the title at Mania, but yeah, Braun or Rusev for me would be would be excellent picks.
1: Excellent. Thanks for your question, Jeremy. Uh Do you have any questions, Ricky? Anything come to you?
0: I had one um, uh, submitted on Twitter. It was, who has been the the worst booked or the least utilized, underutilized um, wrestler this year?
1: Um, who should be booked better do you mean
0: yeah basically who should who should have been booked better Rusev I mean there's your answer like probably um, or Bray I would personally say Bray or Braun Bray or Braun without a doubt for me and and the bronze thing being that he never won the title. It just felt that that was it. That was a time, and I understand. Like you would probably say about ninety, not even ninety, but ninety nine percent this year he's been booked like perfectly. But that was just a real low moment that he never won a title um, against Brock. It really was because after everything he'd done with Roman, and then. That show in SummerSlam, it just felt right. And and even the build up to the match with Brock, that he had, he had, uh, Coins, he was beating up Brock and he was getting better off him and stuff. And it was just like, right, this is it. They were about to do it. And they never did, which was really, really disappointing. Um, so that for me, like, you lost so much momentum. And it just, you know, how sometimes you just get that feeling that, that, right, this is now the right time. There's not, maybe things don't facts and figures might not back up but it's just that gut feeling that you have mm-hmm. even though even though he's still sort of raw and green and etc but at the time it just felt it's, this is a this is the time when to cash in on his momentum and give him a title and never did and that really really put a dampener on everything they had done it was
1: beforehand really disappointing um, I think that's all the questions we got not a lot yep. obviously but if we maybe we can drum this up more and get a few more questions in the next few weeks, that would be yep. good. So, shall we do some quiz time now? It's fucking quiz time with Ricky and Clive and friends. A
0: fucking WWE quiz. Yes, it's my turn this week, folks. So, for the quiz, it's 10 questions long and it's. There's a theme to it. It's um, obviously we've got Clash of Champions next week, so this is a question, a a quiz based on Clash of Champions slash um, Night of Champions. All right, okay. So it was, it was. I think it it went Vengeance, then it went Night of Champions, then it went Clash of Champions. I think it did. Mm -hmm. So here we go. Um, Question number one: In the 2016 Clash of Champions. Rusev lost the US title to who?
1: Roman Reigns.
0: Correct. Same pay-per-view. Charlotte Charlotte beat who to retain the women's title?
1: (laughs) Clash of Champions was in September last year?
0: I think so. Something like that.
1: it was a triple threat between Charlotte Bailey and Sasha Banks
0: yes it was oh yeah oh so yeah who, so who who they should be oh shit Bailey oh, I was just taking a piss it was Bailey and Sasha Banks I wasn't looking to see who she pinned because <laughs> you didn't give me an answer <laughs> anyway here we go now the 2014 Night of Champions how did John Cena beat Brock Lesnar in the main event?
1: He didn't beat him. He lost. Was
0: that a this, trick this, question? No, this wasn't a trick question.
1: He didn't beat Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar beat him.
0: Correct. How? How? Sorry, I got that. Sorry, I got that mixed oh, up. Oh, Christ! Apologise. How did? <clears throat> how did? Yes, Brock beat Cena. I meant to say sorry. So basically, what was the finish of that match?
1: Do you know, I can't remember, did Paul Heyman get involved? No. No, that was Punk.
0: Has Heyman ever got involved in the matches, actually? I know we're sort of going off here, but I don't know if he has.
1: Kind of, like, he was involved in the the, (coughs) CM Punk match, I think. I can't remember. I don't know the answer.
0: It was, remember, Seth Rollins came down attacked, seen it and then hit Brock Lesnar with a curb stomp and then I think he went to cash in and Cena prevented it
1: yes well I do remember that now
0: right question number four what was the main event of the 2012 pay per view which at the time was obviously Night of Champions
1: main event of 2012 yes September 2012 was it was it Punk and Cena correct oh, oh, oh that was just a wild guess there who won? Punk
0: wrong it was a draw was it uh, it was where I think was it, I think I don't know if it was a super EA or whatever Cena hit from the top rope and he covered Punk and then I think he was about to celebrate or in the midst of celebrating or something then the ref said no, no, it's a draw because you both covered each other at the same time sort of thing. So Punk retained. Right. right. Okay. Um, they oh. had a great feud actually. Those two, they were excellent together. Um, in two thousand and twi- eleven, Triple H beat who in his match? And it was it was a main event match, so I'll, I'll give you that as well.
1: That was CM Punk.
0: That was correct. Where that big prick Kevin um, Nash got involved.
1: Oh fuck fuck Kevin Nash.
0: <laughs> Cody Rhodes beat who in the Intercontinental match in the same pay per view I'll be quite surprised if you get this
1: Intercontinental title yes 2011 who was over Kofi
0: eh uh, no it was Ted DiBiase Jr
1: I was close
0: <laughs> Oh, ah yeah, you were very close Kind of look like each other, don't they? <laughs> um, right. The first night of champions took place in which year? Two thousand six, two thousand seven, or two thousand and eight? Two
1: thousand and eight.
0: Wrong. Do you want to guess again? Two
1: thousand
0: and seven. Yes, correct. <laughs> right. Cheers. Right. Question number. Nine now we are I actually came up with two bonus questions Because I wasn't sure if people were going to be on the show tonight So I'll just give you them as well actually In the 2013 main event Randy Orton lost his title to who? 2017? No 2013
1: 2013 main event
0: I mean in 2017 one hasn't even happened yet
1: well, <laughs> I- <laughs> Randy Orton, it must have been, right, he must have lost it to Daniel Bryan, but then he got screwed over.
0: Correct, well, Triple H, I think, um, <clears throat> the following night stripped him of it, didn't he? Because he said something along the lines that either Daniel Bryan cheated or, or was it? He, he was in cahoots with the ref or something like that, um, so he took it off him.
1: Aye, I remember that now, aye. Um, right,
0: question number 10 Kevin owns your bay, defeated who? and the IC title match in that same pay-per-view.
1: feed what 20 13 Kevin Owens in 2013? Yep. Kevin Owens in 2013. Listen to what you're asking me.
0: I believe it was. Let me double check, sorry. Kevin Owens was
1: 2015's debut for
0: Was it 15, sorry. Sorry, I apologize. I never wrote I never wrote the year, I never wrote the year down. <laughs>
1: 13. <laughs> uh, um, it was the f- Nutter. Feed me more.
0: Uh, that big, roided up fucking arsehole, <laughs> Ryback.
1: Fuck you, Ryback, if you're listening.
0: that fucking prick. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. Question number 11. <laughs> Vengeance 2001 took place in which city?
1: Oh, is it of significance? Was it a a, a mark city? Um, no i comment going, No comment. I'll, I'll, I don't want to, I'll, 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 I'll give
0: you a clue because it could be anywhere. It's on the west coast.
1: West coast. Yes.
0: Right
1: now, I am right. So it's actually a coastal state, not just on the west of America. For
0: fuck's sake. Listen. Do you want me to just tell you what it was <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, it is it's a coastal state. Right. I mean that rules out a hell of a lot of states, but anyway.
1: Yeah. Oh, I'm showing my geography here. Right, there is <laughs> California. It's I'm not that's not my I'm gonna guess Washington.
0: Washington DC or Washington, Seattle? <laughs>
1: Now you're showing your geography up, pal. No,
0: I know, I know, Seattle's on the west coast. Uh-huh. I know this.
1: That's my answer.
0: I, I know my I know my American cities. Eh, uh, no wrong, I'll give you another guess.
1: <laughs> California?
0: Well, oh, that's a state. Can I say that? Oh, city? It's, it's, it's in, I'll say that, it's in California.
1: Oh, right, um, sorry, I was getting confused with cities and states. <laughs> Fucking hell, man.
0: Um, uh, sorry, sorry, our American listeners, we apologise.
1: Uh, right what's West Coastal City right LA that's no. not even a coast is it I don't
0: fucking what have do a mean? clue LA of course LA's in California right, it's not got a beach next to it though oh the state no, has but, but the
1: state oh let's just finish this question
0: it's San Diego
1: San Diego what a random question right last one
0: I know but I thought some of them could have been about slightly too easy we've just absolutely lost a shitload of American listeners you know that social supports network eh, podcast network are not going to have us anymore
1: calm down I'll I'll you know apologise
0: no don't worry fine they can laugh at our stupidity if they want
1: aye they'll laugh at us there we go right
0: question number 12 what was the main event in that pay per view in this Jer- I don't know if you remember it but it was a significant one anyway
1: Jericho and Austin correct Thank you very much. So, ladies and gentlemen, that has been the episode this week. Next week we will do a Smackdown preview as much as we can. It's not true about the cards so far, but we'll talk about that then. Please listen to the rest of the guys on the Social Suplex Podcast Network with One Nation Radio with Rich Latta and James and One Nation Live, which is recorded live on Facebook on a Sunday Five o'clock-ish, I think, in Scotland. You've also got Keeping It Strong Style, the New Japan show, excellent start for them. And you've got the SMC podcast as well with Rance, Carl and Caleb. Did I mention them all there? I did, didn't I? And don't forget (laughs) us. Listen to us next week as well. (laughs) Uh, We've all been recording uh, some stuff for a a project we've got coming up round about the Christmas time, so keep an ear out for that. Should be a good wee collaboration. I shall not say anything else, but look forward to that. Also, last couple of plugs, go on to the Squared Circle, Wrestling Squared Circle on Facebook, the group where we were talking about earlier, and check out socialsuplex.com for many columns on articles and stuff like that as well. Anything you'd like to add?
0: No, that was all. Um, obviously, like you said, next week we'll be discussing Night of Champions, and you know, we've got the the Vaughan Smite Christmas episode coming up shortly as well, so hopefully, you know they'll start to get a little bit more excited about the product again. But no, no shout outs I think you covered everyone there, and just thanks for listening and downloading, obviously.
1: Yep. Mate, guys, thanks for listening, and we'll speak to you next week. Night, night. Take care, guys.